Hello and welcome to I'll Try That, the beer review and news podcast. I'll Try That, the beer review and news podcast. Here in London. Ding dong. I was thinking about this last night in bed. Smashed it. <laughs> Proof of success. There's a soon to be a fur daddy. <laughs> Another one in the bag. I'm vetoing that. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the I'll Try That podcast. This week I'm joined by Barbara and Drabbers. Hello chaps. Hello. Hello, hello. Um, And this week we're going to be talking about a French staple, which is Cronenberg 1664. But first... Badger. 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 Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know we got to have call signs. I want, I, I want to be Weasel if he's going to be Badger. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Weasel, we'll, we'll make that happen. Yeah. Uh, but Badger, uh, so Travers, <laughs> we uh, we got sent some very special prizes from or, or no, so we got sent some very we something did, quite yeah, special we from Badger Brewery, didn't we? A PR package of their latest offering, which is which 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 was very readily and well well received. Absolutely, we're never going to turn away free beer. Unless you're me, I didn't get one. (laughs) That's true. I think they'll... uh, (laughs) I'm fine. If you can't tell, though, Badger, I'm fine. So fine. She's like, don't worry about it. It's okay. I think they heard you in the last episode saying that you didn't think that oats, milk stouts or milk stouts were a thing and that this needs to trend need to go away <laughs> when they decided yeah, not yeah, to. Yeah, fair, fair enough. I won't argue on that. So this is, uh, this is the, um, the Badger uh, Milk Made Milk Stout. They call it the Utterly Indulgent Beer. Sounds awful. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'll calm down now. And I believe it's the first yeah, so time they've done a milk stout. Is that right, Rich? They're, they're not really a very stout heavy um brewery and they tend to stick to their um kind of like their rubies and their kind of like slightly darker ales but nothing to nothing to this level or, or extent so they're saying that this milkmaid beer is going to be a sumptuous utterly delicious full-bodied silky smooth milk stout yeah. combining yeah. rich velvety chocolate with subtle hints of vanilla and coconut to create a luxurious and indulgent taste experience They've done something really clever there that you ah. think of utterly delicious because oh, it's, it's milk. Yeah. And where does milk come <laughs> from? Cows. 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 Yeah. And they've put a cow's head on no. the uh, you know, graphic. Oh, <laughs> well. those guys, they're such jokers. And they've done the, they've done the graphic of like where well, the text is in like a milk pail as well. Again, reinforcing this milk oh. made idea. <laughs> I wish I was in the room. I wish I was in that meeting room where they pitched that idea. It's like, guys, just uh, bear with me on this. I know you're going to think it's a stroke of genius. Bear in mind where milk comes from. And we should do a play on that in, in, in our market. You know, anyway. Yeah, I was, I was just thinking, you know, you know when, when we did Bradger Brewery on the podcast, all of them, all of the... Badger, Badger Brewery. Badger, Badger Brewery Bradger. on the podcast. <laughs> Um, <laughs> badger, 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 badger. Um, each, mushroom, each mushroom. Of their, each of their things had a different story, didn't they? To them, each of them had a different kind of not not fairy tale, like a tale a farmer might say. I don't know what that is. Um, <laughs> fable. That's the one. That's the one. Each fable. should have had a fable. fable. But I there you go. Just looked, and Milkmaid doesn't yeah. have a fable on the website. 
Well, I guess because it's so new, it's the first time they're doing it. I think, you know, the whole point of why, you know, again, they, they put it into our hands to talk about it is because they want to drum up a bit of support for it, see what people what people's reactions are to their milk stout. Um, as you say, they don't regularly do a milk stout or, or a version of a stout, so it's quite interesting to, you know, to kind of to, to taste this. And I've, I've had this, um, I've had a, a, you know, a, I've reviewed it um, on, in, on Instagram, actually, but um, I, I found it really, really subtle, um, really smooth, actually. Um, I quite like the fact that it's got this kind of milk element to it because it almost feels like you're having one of your five a day. <laughs> It's like, you know, you're getting your vitamin C, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, is that what you get from no, milk? Calcium. Vitamin C? That's yeah. not right, is it? Calcium. Thank you. Yeah. You, you, you know, the letter C was in there, so yeah. a bit of protein as vitamin well. Vitamin calcium, you know, that famous thing. <laughs> That's what the C stands for, everyone knows that. Yeah. So yeah, it felt like you were getting your calcium intake um it was really smooth actually and as they kind of described it in the the, the note that the letter they sent with it um you know it's a good standalone drink or something to pair with a dessert and you could really feel like if you were having like a, a you know a chocolate torse or something I'm, this would go down really I'm, well I'm, I'm, nice not I'm not too sure beverage. i would want to pair this with a chocolate torte because there there's just a lot going on in that whole thing i think it's, it's i think i would have this as a dessert on its own yeah there you go. Okay, so yeah, you're having it as a dessert replacement almost, uh, whereas, whereas I'm doubling up and I'm going chocolate tort plus milk stout. I can only imagine what that's like. <laughs> Tell you what, Matt, I'll, I'll save you a can because you're, you're going to come no, over fine. in the next few it's weeks. Fine. So it's fine. Don't, it. sti- don't want to stitch Badger up like they've stitched me up. <laughs> Think about yeah. I don't want to play badger for that. I think we just didn't give you their address. Yeah. We didn't give them your address for some oh, reason. Oh, the, oh, oh, the truth comes out. I see. I see. Yeah. Right. I'm sure they'd have been more than happy to send you someone. We're in communications with them, but we just, just didn't send you an address. Turns, turns out I owe Badger an apology. Some badger. Oh, I feel sheepish. Yeah. Oh, oh mooish. <laughs> <laughs> How could you, Joe? Um, right, let's let's uh, let's leave, let's move off past yeah. this point. Thank you very much, Badger, for sending those over. Obviously, any other breweries around, we're very happy to receive your beers and discuss. Um, Especially me. <laughs> maybe we'll let Farmer have some in the future. <laughs> uh, right, let's move on to our um... kick us off about uh, 1664 Cronenberg. Oh, it's the only beer named after a date. <laughs> oh, that's a good fact to start us off. That's a good one. Should, should we try and should we pretend that's a that, question? Yeah, yeah. No, why I, not? I'm just it's randomly a... thrown in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> without any other context. Well, the thing is, I don't I don't know how to do it now. I don't go. Which is the only beer that you can think of that's named <laughs> yeah. after a date? This one that we're doing. <laughs> it's, it's the one that we're doing. The whole topic. Okay. So, um, well, okay. Our schnifter today is. Cronenberg, sixteen sixty-four. Cronenberg, Cronenberg. I think you're. I think Borg. Joe, I think Borg. Borg. I like. Borg. I think like Star Trek <laughs> level Borg. Yeah. Are you? Are you saying Berg or Booerg? <laughs> I was. I was saying Booerg. Um So, really weird way to start us off. Oh, actually, well, not such a weird way to start us off. How old do we think? And I mean, there is a bit of a clue. <laughs> I have a sneaking suspicion it's something to do with the sixteen sixty-four date. Mm. Well, so I hang on. Oh, I've got this completely wrong then. So, oh, sorry. 
Ger- yeah, this is the best name I've heard of a brewer to date. Okay, Geronimus <laughs> Hat. <laughs> what a name that is, Geronimus Hat. Uh, br- who, who was always yeah. seen wearing gloves. <laughs> Weirdly. That's it. Great so, name. Geronimus Hat uh, started up this brewery in 1664. Oh, Cannon Brewery. That's it, in Strasbourg. Yeah. Um, and so actually this was the bit I was thinking, because the brewery's always been in Strasbourg, mm. I was thinking... Come on, surely the name should be Strasbourg, 1664. Yeah. But the Cronenberg bit comes from, they relocated in 1850, I understand. Yeah, so it's over um, like 200 years later, and they said the reason for that relocation was because of a flooding problem that was happening exactly. in, the, in that Strasbourg area, which is a pretty good reason <laughs> yeah. to move your operations. I love, I love that. 185 years after brewing, uh, of brewing in that area, they went, yeah. we ought to do something now. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting sick and tired yeah. of this brewery flooding every year. Let's move. Nah, let's see. Let's see how slightly, it goes off slightly, over slightly the next 10 off, years. Slightly, and then slightly off topic, but still, still about flooding. Last week, I was, um, I was at a little festival in Weymouth, um, and it got cancelled because the middle of the, the bit we were in started to flood because the sewers started to rise. Which was really, really so halfway through this set this this band set, some bloke runs on stage and is like, We've all got to leave now. The, the the electrics are flooded and then suddenly all this water just started to flood right across the middle of the area, which was awful. That that, that is really not a ringing endorsement of that festival. Everyone's there having a great cool. time and then yeah, suddenly the place starts to flood. But yeah, I can see with that they took action a lot quicker than two hundred years. So it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, well, obviously, if he had been at that festival, <laughs> Geronimus Hat would have stuck it out for a bit longer. Yes, absolutely. Um, so it seems like this Cronenberg beer um, was is a homage to their initial brewery date of 1664. Um, but, you know, but it's named after the village where they relocated to 200 years later of Cronenberg, but well, spelt with a C hmm. rather than a K, which is what you've got on the, on the oh, bottles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's also... Cronenberg, I felt like I'm getting this in early. Mm. We, sorry, we're not drinking, as I understand, we're not drinking Cronenberg. We're drinking 1664. Right. Which is, so uh, the, the area, Strasbourg, well, actually Cronenberg is Alsace. Mm. So that bit which I think historically Alsace was French, then German, then German, then French, and back and forth for, for a long time. Um, I think it's technically France now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and so 1664 is the beer that Cronenberg brew that is exported and is, well, consumed in much higher volumes outside of France. However, within France, I believe they drink, um, it's just called oh, okay. Cronenberg. Ah, okay. Which is, which is I think it's almost just like, uh, well putting it in, you know, our vernacular to a certain extent is it's kind of just like rather than the premium lager is their inverted commas normal lager. Um, probably a little bit lower percent, like 4.4, 4.5. Okay. Um, not the topic of this one as well, but almost if we do have any um, listeners in Alsace, not sure. Maybe Eric Cantona is <laughs> tuning in. Um, but we're talking about 1664 rather than Cronenberg. Now, it's fun that you mentioned Eric Cantona because he is the face of 1664 Cronenberg that we know uh, here in the UK. He, he does, you know, obviously famous footballer, uh, for those that didn't know, played for Manchester United. Am I right in saying that? 
Yeah, well, I think it was, was it Leeds, Leeds before Leeds that. Leeds before that. Okay, France, just, 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 just before we go any further, my, my football knowledge mm. is severely lacking to to none. Um, is there? <laughs> <laughs> what you? Yeah, what I do. So, so you make am up I thinking beer, though, the, right? the advert he produced was the one where the farmers were the famous ones, and that's Eric. I just want to make sure I've yeah. got the image in my head of who Eric Cantona is. You're absolutely spot on. Yeah, it's. I mean, I'm almost quoting it like verbatim. It's like the the hop farmers of Alsace are treated like the footballers of of Britain. Yes, and yeah. there's all these lads driving around in like yeah, know, it's like a tractor, <laughs> They're open top tractor, the Lamborghini. Yeah, and there's like lots of very pretty made up girls on. You know, they got them on on their arms, yeah. and then someone approaches them and says, "Excuse me, are you a farmer?" <laughs> yeah. says, of course, yeah. Yeah, it's very good. It's really I th- again. I, li- I like that because obviously it was a, that play on you know the football side mm-hmm. of things, the Eric Cantona side, but obviously you know really heroing the uh, the makers of the I, ingredients. I think, I think know, what's fantastic is beer marketing um, is one of my favourite types of marketing ever. Just they're just at, all the adverts are just absolutely fantastic, and they're just. I like. Mm. I, I agree. I think with well, for my my experience, beer beer advertising. It plays on that kind of witty, like comedy styling yeah. of it as well. It doesn't take itself too yeah. seriously, and actually, you know, you don't want to take yourself too seriously. If, you know, if you had a beer advert that was in the style of like a perfume Christmas ad, people would be like, "What the, what the bleeding hell are you talking about?" Yeah. Right? Oh, well, there's, there's, do you know, what? there's two that really get up my nose. Oh, two yeah. types of adverts. The first one you've just touched on is those perfume adverts, um, and they go. Oh, what is life? Do you have a head? What is it? I don't yeah, know. And, and it's usually some nice you know, French accented person. That's it. I saw what's um, that actress. Uh, I saw one recently, which is uh, Mar- Marion Cotillard, and she's just dancing on the moon. It's <laughs> <laughs> like dancing on the moon by our aftershave. And it's like, wait, what? But the other one is, which I'm glad beers don't take up on, as beers are something I'm, I'm, you know, fond of. Are the song are the ones where they take like a really good song and slow them down and set them to a piano. <laughs> it's just it absolutely kills me. Bloody 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 banks are the worst for it. Yeah, and it's the banks going. Oh yeah, no bank with us because we really care about you. Give us your money. Yeah. Um, I like that the beers are honest and just do a bit of bit of a laugh. That's it. Um, that is not going to neatly segue me into this interesting factoid, but I do oh, have man. a nice factoid for you. I'm excited to know. I'll pitch it as a question. When do you think Cronenberg Borg was sold for the Ooh. first time in the UK? Pick a year. If you're within five years, you get the point. Uh, 1950s. Ooh. Okay, well, no, no, you got, you got to pick one to be within five. What? I'm going to insist. Sorry? 1950. So pick, pick it. 1950. 1972. <laughs> Well, the winner is, and this will come to your surprise, Whoa! both of you, is Joe in oh, 1953. No. 1953, to honour something that happened in 1953. Can you tell me what that is? And it's not <laughs> my dad's birthday. Um, 
Um, oh, come on. You must know, must know what happened in 1953. 53, no. I know 52 was the Queen Elizabeth's coronation. Is that the year you're thinking of? That's an interesting point. The maths doesn't add up. Because <laughs> 53 it wasn't. It's 52 was the coronation. Because we've got the Jubilee this year. I was yeah, about to go 52. the Jubilee. So, no, the, the idea was 1953, which I always knew was the year that uh, Queen Elizabeth was coronated. Yeah. Because it was the same year that my dad was born. Yeah. But how is it the Jubilee this year, then? Because it's 52 is when she was coronated. And it's yeah, but you do it, yeah, but you do it to celebrate 75 years. <laughs> Just, That's very good. Just say a random thing. <laughs> <laughs> there are less days in February than other months. Or is the ju- or is the June? <laughs> yeah, but that would only mean you take four years off. Wait, no, that's not it. But hang on, no, because we are celebrating the Jubilee this year. But 1953 was. I'm oh, sorry to joke, Jonas, <laughs> just me flying in the face of what you've just said. But 1953 was when Queen Elizabeth II was coronated. It says 52 on the Wikipedia page. Wikipedia could be wrong. I'm not having it. It could be that it's now the 75th year of her reign. <laughs> sure. Is that why? Would well, you the Wikipedia, Wikipedia page? page? The, For the of Queen. She does. No. Does she have her own Wikipedia the page? The 1664 beer Wikipedia page that I'm using to just reference some stuff is saying that it was brought out in uh, 1952 to celebrate the um, the Queen's. And I'm reading, in 1953, Cronenberg was sold in the UK for the first time yeah. in honour of the coronation of Queen Elizabeth II. Where did you, where did you, is that on the website? On the Wikipedia page for Cronenberg. <laughs> it says on the Wikipedia page, uh, sorry, it says on their website 1952 is when it came to the UK, to Britain. When it came, but it might not have been sold. <laughs> I don't know. It was know. created for the first time using nearly 300 years of brewing knowledge to create the Taste Supreme. It is brought into Britain for the first time ahead of celebrations for the coronation of Queen Elizabeth II in 1953 to the throne of the United Kingdom. This led... You just said 1953? Yes, so it said that it was brought to the UK in 1952 ahead of the 1953 coronation. So she was coronated. Yes. The coronation was 1953. Yes. Shall we do that, that segment whole again? <laughs> <laughs> now we've got our dates right. <laughs> I'm not editing this one. I quite, I quite like I quite like that whole bit. So, together, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, so let's just give it another chance so that whoever does edit it gets the chance. So, it was sold in 1950. It, it was 1953. And What's 1953? No, Cronenberg 52. Was first sold in the UK. No, 1952 is when it was first sold in the yeah, UK. Yeah, for people to do it. They did it just for it for the first time in 1952. Oh, oh. And brought to the brought to Britain ahead of the celebrations, which happened in 1953. <laughs> but like internationally, what do you think is like a bigger event? A beer being made, beer being made, or the Queen's coronation? No, but the whole point of it is it came to the UK ahead of the 1953 coronation. It didn't say it came like for it. Nora. Yeah. Sorry to be pedantic, Matthew, but. but... But if we're both looking at Wikipedia, 
I'm on the website now. I've gone to the. I've gone straight to the source. I'm getting my facts straight. Oh, I'm going to give up then. In that case, I'm not talking about this beer anymore. <laughs> In 1953, Cronenberg was first sold no. in the UK. For the first... <laughs> it came in 1952. And... So this is what... Yeah, yeah, but you said yeah, it was but Kane. it was sold in 1952 sold. in head of... It was brought here. They didn't let it sit for a year. Who, but, who, bought, the fir- who bought the first one? <laughs> Did you bring receipts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine, whatever. Okay, go back to the beer my, itself. I think, I think, my, I think my, main, my main complaint is I thought you were saying that the coronation was in 52. I, I to be fair, that's where I started, because I did think it was 52, okay. and I'm glad I fact-checked that myself, and then I got, uh, we, uh, we got to the point where it's 53. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Flipping I really enjoyed that whole segment, and I would like us to keep um, it. <laughs> I've, never, I've never had... We've never had a factoid <laughs> just crumble into such disarray yeah. before... <laughs> Um, someone take over from me. To be fair, there is conflicting in uh, there is fake news on the webs on the internet, and you know I'm not sure why this is a surprise to us here in 2022, but there is conflicting in- information online about when Cronenberg came to the UK. Slash, I should say Britain because whatever. But I, I did want to talk about the fact that in 1885, I'm not sure the date matters too much, but Cronenberg started using um, these strissel splat. <laughs> Sorry, strissel splat. <laughs> I quite like strissel splat though. That could be quite nice. <laughs> um, that's, that's the noise they make when you drop them. So those was, and we've talked about this before, but these are the champagne hops that are unique to Alsace. So yeah. you know we talk about champagne hops in in previous episodes, and yeah. be so the strissel. Strissel spout hops are the champagne I'm, I'm, hops. I'm going to throw it out Alsace. there. I've I've tried champagne, and 1664. It's, it's far from it. <laughs> that's, that's not what it means. <laughs> and you know it. Yeah. Well, it's my birthday, darling, so I think we really ought to have a bottle of 1664, don't you? <laughs> you read my mind, darling. Waiter. <laughs> I'll have your finest 1664. <laughs> the same one that everyone they has? Bring, they ah, just yes, bring the can over. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a Mission <laughs> Web uh, sketch, if I'm quite honest. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get on to taste. Now we talked a bit about the hops. What's our, well, uh, our, what, what, our what, impressions? I will let you do it first, and then I will say my impression. <laughs> what? It tastes tastes to me like, you know, like a premium lager. <laughs> So premium, yeah. You can just taste the premium. Well, the thing is, it doesn't fit in that premium four percent category. It's because it's a five percent beer. So I know. was, I was going to say, it's it's got a little more punch. It's got a bit of a punch to it. It's mm. it's um it is a classic like light lager. I would say as what you expect when you look at it. It's when you put it in. Um, I quite enjoy the fact that it's like a French like styled lager because it does have something a little bit of a, a je ne sais quoi let's say about this beer that makes it a bit different from like a Foster's or a Budweiser I do find I can get a little bit of a taste difference from it but it really is about that like you know lager you know kind of classic mass made lager I think it tastes taste. metallic I mean genuinely I, I, drink, I don't drink 1664 because when I first tried it I thought it tasted metallic and I've had that opinion for a very long time and then when he said we're doing 1664 again, I was like, okay. And I had in the back of my head, it's going to taste metallic. And I've come back to it again. 
and it tastes metallic. And I don't know why. I think I know yeah? what you're talking about, <laughs> which is a rare treat. <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't think it would. I don't. My taste, Pat. I don't think I would give it the metallic label. I'm, I'm not. I'm not really I, following I you on the metallic side. But hey, you know, it's not to say you're wrong. Taste buds are taste buds, and if you're getting a metallic taste from it. Then I think that's that's intriguing. Is, is, um, is that is that a, is that a bold hop profile? Is that is that champagne? Yeah, it's probably it's not something they'll be shouting about. Yeah. If I'm quite honest, our beer tastes like metallic. What's your, yeah. Yeah. Do you like licking steel? You'll love our beer. Oh <laughs> yeah. Do you like licking steel? Well, who doesn't? Yeah. yeah. You know that first lick of steel in the morning. Oh, where's he going? <laughs> I, I really, I'm really not comfortable with your analogy there with the first lick of steel in the morning. We were talking about nicknames early on, weren't we? Um, yes, yes. That's not steel, that's my lead pipe. Right, let's move on. So, who... Uh, Travis, who do you think owns Well, I'll go uh, to my favourite brewery. A, B and Bev. It's a, it's a good choice. Uh, Barber, do you want to have another choice? Um, yeah. I'll go with the other one. <laughs> okay. Which one's Carls- that? Isn't it Carlsberg? I thought it was Carlsberg who owned them. Carlsberg does indeed own the 1664 brand. Yeah. Although, actually, technically, in the UK, it's brewed by Heineken. They have the licensing right to brew 1664 in the UK, but Cronenberg is part of the Carlsberg Group's portfolio of beers. Um, but I, want, I was quite interested because I was looking on their website, or Carlsberg Group's website, and actually, because we, we obviously are quite familiar with the 1664, um, you know, kind of beer, and, you know, I, there is a 0.0% I've seen dotting around as well, which I haven't tried, but I'm sure that's a, you know, a vacuous version of this lager. Um, but looking on the website, there is, how many other 1664s do we think there are? Is, 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 is this variation? 1664s are there? Yeah. Yeah, so like, yeah, exactly. They're still 1664 beers, but they're like, you okay. know, different, vari- as you said, variation flavours, maybe. They didn't take it a little bit meta, did they, and do like 1664 <laughs> versions of it? That would be pretty, I mean, think of the brewing, you know, kind of like logistics yeah. for that. <laughs> I think if that happened, then Drabba's going to oh, definitely yes, do definitely. call them a craft beer. Um, yes, I'm going to go, because I think I know of four off the top of my head. Four, four versions. That that that's including the original. Barber, I was I was going to go with four, but I'm going to go higher. I'm going to go seven. Okay. There are thirteen sixteen sixty four variations that I have found on this website. So you've got the sixteen sixty four blonde, um, which is the one that we, yeah. uh, which is what they refer to as our Cronenberg sixteen sixty four that we have. You've got that in a 0.0%, so that's two. You've got a 1664 bio non filtre. Again, maybe just sold something in France because France loves to yeah. talk about bio as that's their organic um, wording. So, very much like a, an organic version of that beer. You've got a 1664 Blanc, which is their uh, wit beer take on a 1664. Uh, you've got that in alcohol free. You've got that again, Ooh. but with a fruits rouge. I, 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 so that's going to have a bit of raspberry to it. If they did a blanc, blanc version, 
If they did a Blanc version and a 0% Blanc version, they really <laughs> ought to call that Blancity Blanc. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't, I really didn't think that was going to land. <laughs> that, that, yeah, they, they've, uh, they, they've missed a trick there, Barbs, absolutely. <laughs> I'm so happy. Um, okay, so keep going. They've got a Creations French Gold Lager. They've got a Creations French style IPA and a Creations Hoppy Lager. So Creations looks to be their kind of take on like classic crafty beers by the looks of things, um, which is a bit interesting. Um, they've got a Gold. They've got a Milsim, which is a pale lager. They've got a Mer- Myrtle, uh, which is a ah. fruit beer. And they've got a Rosé version as well. So they've got a few kind of fruity styled beers. I, yeah. I can see the Rosé. Mm. I don't know why. I, I quite like, like the sound of the yeah, Rosé beer. Right, why not? I'm like... Uh, I'm I'm partial mm. to a fruity rosé. I'm partial to a beer. Combining them both, I'm I'm there for it. Ah, well, bear in mind it's got the yeah. Strassel spelt, so it's the Champagne sixteen sixty four. It's the beer version of Champagne. <laughs> um, all right. Well, numbers wise, on Instagram they've got loads of different accounts for the countries and things. Actually, you can't find a UK one, which is quite interesting. But the um, the sixteen sixty four USA has got 2,000 followers. The France one has got like 1,500 really? followers. Yeah. So not that big on Instagram. Um, Twitter, <laughs> UK, they've got um, 10.3K okay. followers. Okay. So, yeah, no, yeah. They don't do too much of that sort of... I can't see them doing too much of their lifestyle stuff. You know? No, exactly. Like, Although they are pushing like this advert campaign right now. It's like a, a German shepherd... A German an Alsatian. dog. It's not the right way of saying it. An Alsatian, Thank maybe. you. An Alsatian. Yeah, huh. so uh, wolf, yeah, wolf. they're calling them the Le Alsace Alsacians. Uh. So they're there, right? <laughs> yeah, that seems a bit unwieldy. I'm not, I'm not there for that. Campaign. Yes, it's a bit strange. <laughs> I'm not there for that. Cool. Well, there we go. I would still drink it. Oh, and one thing to note: they refer to their 1664 as Taste Supreme <laughs> since the 70s. <laughs> Just in case you want to know. <laughs> Next time I'm having one, someone says, How's your drink? I will go taste supreme. And that's all we have time for from this week's episode of the I'll Try That podcast. And so, from me, Joe, Rich, and Simo, goodbye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now. Always drink responsibly, and if you or anyone else needs some help, Go to drinkaware.co.uk for more information.